there. You are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. Hosted by functional medicine physician, Dr. Nicole Rivera and functional medicine nutritionist, Brooke Scheller. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. This is the functional medicine nutritionist, Brooke Scheller, and I'm here today with Dr. Nicole, and we're going to be talking about a topic that I think plagues a lot of people, uh, and that is eczema. And so it plagues a lot of people. I think more often than not, it plagues starting during in childhood or even just after birth. And so we wanted to go ahead and, and give you a little bit of background if you are someone that is suffering with eczema or other skin conditions. Uh, welcome, Dr. Nicole. Hi, everyone. So let's get started talking about some of the background with why someone may be experiencing something like eczema. So eczema is something that we often think is just strictly topical. And, you know, we usually are going to seek out a dermatologist and use maybe something as simple as a hydrocortisone or even getting into more intense or aggressive um, topical steroids. But often enough, when I do testing as a functional medicine practitioner, I do find that there are often infections in the gastrointestinal system that are a big component to the immune system not regulating properly, which then manifests in the skin. So it's very often that there are different overgrowths in the gut that could be anything from bacteria to yeast and also parasites. I would definitely say the most abundant is typically going to be a yeast overgrowth, which unfortunately is so common in children because there's so much hidden sugar in the food that we eat nowadays and especially foods that are geared towards kids. So everything from even baby formulas uh, to different types of baby foods, And then as they get older, milk has a ton of sugar in it that we don't realize. Um, And then even if you're using soy milk or almond milk, those things also have a lot of sugar in them. So it's very common that we can feed the normal amounts of yeast that we have in our gut and it overgrows and then can affect our skin. Well, I'm glad that you bring that up talking about the the foods that we eat and, you know, talking about in childhood because there's a lot of babies, infants, newborns. That begin experiencing eczema. So why don't we talk about how the mother's microbiome can affect that as well? Sure. And you know what we mean by microbiome is 80% of us are actually bacteria. And the bacteria that we get from our mom's gut is the start of the immune system in the baby. So whatever is in mom's gut, which is supposed to be probiotics, meaning the good bacteria that protect us and boost our immune system, All of that good bacteria is supposed to go into the gut of the baby. And that is the start of their immune system and the start of their microbiome, which is then gonna protect them against all the bad bacteria that we get exposed to in life. So what's happening often enough is that because of so many things that are compromising mom's immune system, and I don't wanna just say mom, I mean people in general, everything from different types of toxins and then pesticides and herbicides and you know different types of chemicals that are in our food in our environment a lot of us are having compromised immune systems but then we're also getting exposed to a lot of bad bacteria and 
This bacteria can then manifest in our bodies, especially our gut, because one of the primary avenues that we get bacteria in our systems is via food. So if there is this overgrowth of bacteria in our guts, or there's an overgrowth in, of yeast in mom's gut because she has also eaten too much sugar or carbohydrates in her life, then that is something that will be passed to the baby. And this is really important to understand, not really just for eczema, but also for infertility. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of different reasons why there can be infertility. And we actually did a whole podcast on that. So make sure to check that out on our channel. But if you do have an unhealthy gastrointestinal system, maybe you've been diagnosed with IBS, maybe you've been diagnosed with Crohn's, maybe you've had past food poisoning, then there is a possibility that you do have an unbalanced gut, you have an overgrowth of bad pathogenic bacteria, parasites, or even yeast that could potentially be passed to your baby. So your body is preventing you from getting pregnant to protect your unborn child. Well, and what about in the incidence of a woman using fertility treatment if they are struggling? Well, when you use fertility treatment, you're, you're bypassing nature. So if your body is not getting pregnant, a lot of us are told it's genetic. It's we're doomed. And it's not really the case. Uh, there are genetic things that play a role in fertility, but more importantly, you have to rule in or out, do you have infections? Do you have a compromised immune system? Do you have mold exposure? You know, or do you have massive amounts of deficiencies? You know, one of the primary things that I think a lot of women can relate to is if you buy a prenatal, there's a ton of stuff in there. Iron is very abundant, uh, B vitamins are very abundant, and folic acid are very abundant in our prenatals. If your body is massively deficient in that, then it's very difficult to get pregnant because your baby needs all of those things to grow and develop and be healthy. So there's a lot of different things that play a role in the inability to get pregnant, but it's finding the clarity, figuring out, are you dealing with any of those things so that you can balance your own system then so your baby can have a healthy development and then obviously have a healthy childhood as well. Great. So jumping back on the eczema topic, because I think we kind of diverted there with the fertility yeah. thing, but it's definitely important information. Talking about antibiotics, because I think that's something that's a little controversial, right? We go to the doctor and most of the time they prescribe as a precaution mm -hmm. an antibiotic uh, if there's any type of infection. And now this can be during a pregnancy. It can be before a pregnancy affecting the mother's microbiome, but then also in infants and babies and children as well. So let's kind of talk more about that. Well, like I mentioned before, our bodies, our human bodies are actually 80% bacteria. So to with taking that into consideration, it's good bacteria. It's bacteria that again, builds our immune system and protects us against any type of bad bacteria in our world and our environment and nature. So if you are, young, if you're an infant, um, and you're already having a lot of antibiotic intervention, maybe because uh, something went wrong in the hospital, maybe you were premature, maybe mom had an infection and mom was put on the antibiotics, you know, there's a lot of different reasons for it, but you've already started to compromise your microbiome. You've already started to compromise that good bacteria. You've started to compromise your immune system and your natural defenses against the bad bacteria. And unfortunately, in the hospitals, you know, there's a lot of different types of bacteria that are pretty serious. Everything from strains of uh, staph infections, um, different types of clostridium, 
in addition to uh, MRSA. So these are things that if your natural defenses are down because of very, very early on antibiotic treatment, you can open yourself up to those infections. And now from the very start, you're going to have an altered microbiome and an altered immune system. Yeah, and I think that eczema is almost like a preliminary type of symptom in that it's something that might start early on. It doesn't really seem something that's that extreme. It's very common. So you might just be thinking, oh, you know, a little bit of eczema, a little bit of cream and everything will be fine. But I think more importantly is that some of these things like antibiotic use before the age of one years old, one year old, that can actually lead to things down the road, things like asthma, things like um, autoimmune disorders and, mm -hmm. you know, a whole strain of other things too. So aside from that, what are some of the other symptoms outside of eczema that they might be experiencing maybe right away? Well, actually, before we go there, one of the big things that we actually didn't mention, you know, we've talked a lot about the different imbalances that can then lead to, you know, a, deep, a depressed immune system and then lead to eczema is um, C-section versus natural birth. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's another thing is... You know, we talked about mom's gut and microbiome being passed to the baby. Yes, that's a big part of the start of the immune system. But then the other layer to that is the baby going through the birth canal. And then going through the birth canal, the baby gets uh, exposed to even more bacteria, which then starts to build the immune system even further. So naturally, if you are a C-section, you don't go through the birth canal. So you do miss out on a lot of that beneficial bacteria. And that is another big component to then getting into the world with your natural defenses being down. Um, but going into some of the other symptoms, when you think about everything we're talking about with the immune system and natural defenses being compromised, you might not just see eczema. You might see uh, or have a baby being colic. You might also see some food allergies or they're not tolerating breast milk or they're not tolerating um, certain types of formulas. You might even see different colors in their stool or loose bowel movements, mucus in the stool. You just might see generally differences in their stool day to day. So there are other things that will be affected in the event that their microbiome is compromised. And again, this is kind of going back to mom, how they were born, antibiotic use, um, and then their diet, of course. And so those are really great for looking at a baby and analyzing an infant, but how about with children? Similar symptoms? Well, with eczema, anybody can be affected by right. eczema. And um, when you, as you get older, you know, child, teenager, adult, um, one of the big things to think about is what are the other things outside of what we're talking about right now that can affect your immune system? And we did do a whole podcast on this. Um, so we're just gonna touch on it briefly, but the other things that you can acquire over time is getting exposed to mold, which I know is something that is not always thought to have long-term effects, but it can, especially if you used to live in it and you've moved out of that home or you've moved on from your job you can definitely have residual effects from being exposed to mold for a period of time. And it is very damaging to the immune system. Um, the other thing is also going to be heavy metal exposure. Unfortunately, I have a lot of people that look at me and say, how did I possibly get heavy metals in my body? And unfortunately, it's 
we're exposed to them every day. We're exposed to them through the water we drink. We're exposed to them um, by eating fish, uh, different pots and pans we use in our kitchens, uh, personal products we put on our bodies. So they're all around us. And if you are the person who has used antiperspirant and then you found out that aluminum is bad because aluminum is an antiperspirant and then you've stopped using antiperspirant, it doesn't mean that problem is solved. You actually have to do a detox, a, a specific type to get these heavy metals out of your body. They do stay within your system um, if you don't make an effort to get them out. So, um, so heavy metals are a big part of affecting our immune system. And then obviously the gastrointestinal system, yeast, parasites, bacteria are another really, really big part of that puzzle. And so we briefly mentioned things like diet, and obviously diet's going to play a big role in um, the manifestation, and I would say even the management of something like eczema, because we did talk about how sugar and carbohydrates will feed the yeast and bacteria. So, you know, if you're someone who's listening and maybe you're an adult suffering with eczema, and you might notice that um, if you take out sugar and carbs for a few days, you might notice a reduction in your symptoms, and that's awesome. So let's talk more about what things that people can do at home. So it's exactly what you said, Brooke, uh, really making sure that you can decrease the sugar and carbohydrates from the diet, and you do, might see an improvement in your symptoms. But I do like to distinguish the difference between sugar and carbs because some people might be listening to this thinking, well, I'm not someone who has a sweet tooth, but you are someone who grew up maybe eating a lot of bread, a lot of pasta, and you know that is also something that will break down into sugar. But despite you know if it is sugar or if it is more of the carbohydrates, cutting those things out of the diet, you might find that your symptoms reduce, but they don't completely resolve. And that is because yeast is not always the easiest thing to get rid of and you might actually have to have supplement intervention to get rid of that successfully so if you are someone you reduce the carbohydrates and the sugars from your diet you see an improvement in your symptoms but you don't see it go away completely then you would want to get appropriate testing so that you can possibly get on the right supplements um, one of the supplements that I do absolutely love for kids because it's easy to administer um, because it does come in a liquid form and it doesn't have a bad taste is uh, grapefruit seed extract. And I do use that a lot um, in kids who are dealing with eczema and it does play a really, really big role in helping them to reduce any type of bacterial or yeast overgrowth in their gut and help them clear those infections and then obviously resolve their skin issues. So yeah, grapefruit seed extract is a really awesome way to help get rid of yeast and bacteria, but are there other foods that you would recommend people incorporating in during this time to help get rid of that yeast and bacteria? You can definitely use um, different things that have a very soothing and healing mechanism to the gut. Um, something that I feel like has gotten a lot of press lately is bone broth. Um, bone broth is a broth that is made by boiling down bones. A lot of times it's beef der uh, derived primarily because you can get so much marrow out of the beef bones. Um, we can definitely attach our bone broth recipe to this podcast. In addition, we do have a really amazing bone broth recipe in the Eat For Your Gut cookbook. Um, that's something that you really would want to check out because the Eat For Your Gut cookbook is exactly what the title is. It is a whole um, slew of different recipes that are geared towards helping you to fight different infections in your gut, 
heal your gut and also decrease any type of inflammation. Um, so this is really useful for getting the guidelines on how to eat appropriately to heal your gut and get it to a good place and that will in turn affect your skin and resolve the eczema as well. Um, the biggest disclaimer is, and I make this disclaimer in my book, is if you are the person that you embark on these dietary changes and you hit a plateau, then you do want to seek out working with a functional medicine physician so that you can get the clarity around what's going on in the gut, which is a very simple stool analysis. And then from there, you can get on more specific supplements and then that will really nip it in the butt. And the beauty of it is kids are so easy. You know, I've treated, you know, kids that are one years old up to five years old and within, you know, three to four weeks, they have a massive reduction in their symptoms. And in some of them up to two months, their eczema is completely gone. So it's really amazing, you know, they're so young, they're so resilient, and they can really resolve these issues really fast. It takes a little bit longer with adults because we've done so much more damage, <laughs> but, um, but it's all doable, and that's the moral of the story is, you know, with the proper intervention, you can resolve, you know, your skin issues. And, you know, psoriasis falls under this category as well, and that's kind of a separate podcast that we will do in the future. But uh, psoriasis is a little bit more complicated because it's, it's an autoimmune condition. Um, it just takes a little bit more time, but you know, you're still talking about the general basis of what is messing with the immune system. So you have to get that clarity in order to help people to resolve their symptoms. Yeah, and I think this is really important to, to talk about what this root causes because that's kind of our, our theme as we like to discuss what is that root cause because you could slap a band-aid on this with hydrocortisone cream and steroids and things like that and you might notice some minor progressions you might not notice it go away completely or you might notice that it goes away but comes back every once in a while and so we always think that it's so topical and like you said psoriasis is similar but I even think about acne mm -hmm. you know anything that's manifesting in the skin is happening because there's something going on within the body some type of imbalance that really we could take a look at and fix and heal, you know, through some very simple dietary modifications as well as herbs and supplements too. Definitely. Yeah, your skin is technically an organ. It's the largest organ of the body and your skin is a reflection of your internal environment for sure. So, um, so yeah, so that is pretty much uh, everything you need to know about eczema. Um, if you are someone who is looking for more information about Integrated Wellness Group, um, or you do have some questions about this podcast and about you know how you can start addressing your skin, I would definitely say jump on a call with Brooke. Uh, we have a 15-minute strategy call that she is offering to any of the listeners, and you can learn a little bit more about our services in addition to really what's your first step in starting to resolve your eczema. Yeah, and thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please feel free to subscribe to our channel on iTunes, as well as write a review and rate us. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much.